This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub, Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. Alrighty, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. Uh, It's kind of a special circumstance today. I'm here with Phil Hanley, Canadian comedian, Phil Hanley, living in New York now. And we recorded an episode of this podcast a couple of days ago. It went well, and at the end, I hit what I thought, and I still think, is just the space bar on my computer where I record this thing, and the entire episode disappeared. I tried for a good four minutes to figure out what happened. Couldn't figure out what happened. So we're redoing this with the same spontaneity (laughs) and passion that we recorded the never-will-be-heard version of this. I think I stated that beautifully and over-self-consciously and probably shouldn't have even revealed everything I just revealed. Phil, welcome back. Oh, thanks. It's good to be back. Were you... uh, you were very nice about not... Well, I mean, what were you going to do? Beat me up? But <laughs> no, I'm not a computer person, so that I, I completely understood that I would do that myself. It was crazy, because I just hit the normal pause thing on yeah. uh, GarageBand, and it just... I'm sure I screwed something up. But now we're trying a different way of recording it. I don't want to get into the real serious details of it, because it's boring. Welcome back. Oh, Thanks. You live in New York. You're from Canada. Yes. That's where you started. Yeah, I started in Vancouver. Vancouver. When did you start? Uh, I guess like nine years ago. Almost nine years ago. Nine years ago? Almost, yeah. That's like that's like uh, that's a solid amount of time. I think so, yeah. I always had in my head seven years was like um, something, and then I think like ten, and then fifteen seems to be... People <laughs> seem to get really good at fifteen. Yeah. Is there something to that? I'm, uh, well, I think it's one of those things where you... you you always look back and go, God, I was terrible. Yeah. Like I've been doing it 26 years, and I go, God, what was I doing when I was... <laughs> first 10 years, I must have been terrible. And 30 years from now, I'll be going, wow, when I was doing it 30 <laughs> years ago, I'd only 26 <laughs> years in, I was terrible. But were you um, were you good at the beginning, or did you do well at the beginning? Uh, I f- yeah, like I enjoyed it. People always talk about their first set, and they're like, yeah, I killed the first time, and then... I don't. It went well enough for me to immediately want to do it again. I think it was okay. I, I wasn't even like I didn't know. I loved comedy, but I wasn't like a huge. Hadn't watched a ton of stand up. Uh huh. So um, yeah, I think it was. I mean, I had fun right away. I did lots of spots right away. Did you like watch? You didn't go to like comedy clubs before you went on. Uh, I think I'd been to. I think I'd been to like one club. Really? Yeah. Just one time? Yeah, yeah. Did you watch comics on TV? Uh, yeah, like I would watch, like I, um, yeah, like certain comics, like I always loved Letterman, so I'd always watch the stand-ups on Letterman and stuff like that, but uh, I wasn't like a, a huge, um, like stand I loved comedy, but I wasn't a huge just like stand-up person, whereas I meet comics and they're like, you know, they would like, you know, watch everything and videotape everything. So you're comedian with no interest in comedy. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I get it. You Were just, you a big comedy fan? I, yeah, I used to watch like uh, the talk shows and watch. I used to love when it was like, "Here's a hot young comic," you know. Like y- a, yeah, that I would love on Letterman. It's like an stuff, unknown comic. Conan. Then you got to yeah. know these unknown comics, including Letterman, who I used to watch on like Merv Griffin show and Oh Boy, wow, and really? Tonight Show. I mean, yeah, he used to just do spots. And then he had a morning show. Do you remember when he had a morning show? I, I've heard of his morning I show. I actually went to his morning show live. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty, it was total, it was on every day. He had a five. In New York? Yeah, it was at 10 a.m., I believe. And he used to have like one guest to have like some singer on for a week. And it was just a completely Ugh. different show. It was really good though. Just really weird and probably way too weird for 10 a.m. What? When did you do your first Letterman? Uh, I think it was 93 or 94. Okay. Uh, a long time ago. So was that when you had switched networks? 
Yeah, he switched networks because of my set. <laughs> they said, We're, if this is what you're going to have on NBC, you're not going to be on NBC anymore. No, they, I was I was, I was, was on pretty early on when he went to CBS. Oh, okay, cool. I think it was Dave Attell and then me were the first two comics. Oh, wow. That's a big... Uh, yeah. That's a big was, yeah, it was pretty nice. But, um, so he started in Vancouver... Was it just an open mic night at a club? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a yeah, it was like a notoriously, and I didn't know any of these things, but it was like a, I now I'd played that room for like you know seven years before I left Vancouver, and it was the worst. They had like it was like tables, and then the chairs were almost like lazy boy chairs. Like everyone was like, oh, too comfortable. Yeah, no, way too comfortable. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, it was like uh, it was a comedy night, but yeah, it was like you booked it in advance, but it was like open mic caliber type evening right of comedy and were the audiences good or were they just uh, no yeah it was a rough room like there had been uh, and there were some like pros on the show and stuff like that but it was it had it had been a room like consistently run by different people for like years and years and years and I maybe had like one fun show that, like it was just a, it was just a bad venue it was huge big chairs yeah but people came out to see yeah, Mike, but, was, yeah, no, it was one of those shows where it's like people would kind of be there anyways, and then they'd be like, okay, oh, wait. Oh, <laughs> they spring it on you. Yeah, you can't talk to the people you're with tonight. Right. But they do anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I did a do. show once with Ray Romano at a, a kosher restaurant. This was a long time ago. And it was like in Queens, and there was just a thing where we're on stage, and you're just like, oh, they didn't even... These people are like looking up from their food, like, what, what's going on? Yeah. Why is there, yeah. why is, why are these two eventually going to be huge stars performing <laughs> for us in this kosher? It's amazing. It's, but it's kind of fun to do. Did you do a lot of hellish kind of gigs besides that one? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We would do, I would do a lot of road gigs that were kind of rough. Like there was a gig. Uh, did you ever play Kelowna? No. Where's that? Uh, it's like, it's like north of Vancouver. It's like through kind of the Rockies. Uh-huh. But they do like some of these. They bring big comics up there. But we would do it was like a sports bar, and it was uh, like a road gig, and you'd go up like a couple times a year, or whatever. But it was one of those. They would do a thing where they would UFC was really big in this angry town, uh-huh. and they would do a thing where like the show would start the second UFC ended. So okay. like you'd be going on stage as the. And no, no breathing room, no not, buffer. Not a like, second. Like, so they're still like beating each other up, <laughs> yeah, throwing glasses. Yeah. like the, the team guy, lost. The guy is still bleeding. Oh, it was um, UFC? Was okay, yeah, UFC. Oh, that's even, yeah, even a better setup for yeah. for subtle comedy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be guys punching each other. Uh, yeah, I, I hate when comedy clubs. Sometimes they'll they'll try to pump the audience up. I know that wasn't a comedy club, but sometimes even real comedy clubs will be like they'll show, you know, cat. Things like a cat attacking. I did some club where they, one of those real animal caught on tape things, and like show a cat like biting into this guy's thigh, and you're like, yeah. oh, that's cool. <laughs> that should get him warmed up for some jokes. They're all they're all cringing. So you did that, yeah? Because I I I've performed in Canada a lot, and I remember doing. Um, there was a show. I for, I wish I remember. It, I feel like it had initials in it, like DBs or something like that. Does that sound right? What city? Some city on the outskirts of Toronto but it was one of those things where they booked me like like I think I was booked in Ottawa that's one of the first places I think that's the first place I played in Canada maybe one of the first places and then they had me at their other club in like Mississauga which is outside of okay yeah Toronto but in between they had these one nighters and there was one that was like notorious for um you had to do 40 minutes I believe it was 40 minutes you had to do the time but it was never good. Like, you just knew that you were... And I remember just being up there, and it was like an empty dance floor, and just like, all right, I guess I'm getting paid it, yeah. just to talk. No one cares one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah, I've done those. I think there's weird... In certain provinces, there's, like, weird licensing thing, and I think to get an alcohol license, you have to have entertainment. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, you I've have heard to have that. a comedian struggling. <laughs> if, you want to sell, if you want to sell scotch, we need a comedian up there struggling. So they're not even, they don't really care. Like there are shows, uh, yeah, where it doesn't like, they don't really care. It's just like, well, it's less intrusive than a band. So oh, yeah. Yeah. And that is the, uh, the upside of comedians. When you book comedians, it's like just a microphone, turn it on. And maybe a few other requirements like, I don't know, seating people properly, but yeah, that's funny. I never knew that there was that in, uh, 
guess we got to book comedy if we want to sell liquor. Yeah, I think I know that they do that sometimes in British Columbia. I don't know if that's the case in Ontario, but I know there. I've done rough gigs in Ontario too. So how long? So you do a few open mics, and then did you start getting paid work? Uh, yeah, like I, yeah, I started going on the road pretty soon because there wasn't when I started in Vancouver. There wasn't a ton of people, so the headliners needed like an opener or whatever. So I, I started doing work pretty soon. That's the way it was in Florida, where I started. Where you kind of like if you if you did okay as an open micer, pretty soon, yeah, just all these these paid gigs. That yeah, you, they needed people, and you had the terror of like. I remember opening for someone, and he was like, "Okay, so you got to do half an hour," and he could see it in my eyes. We're yeah, like, can, yeah. yeah, I got eight minutes. That shouldn't be a problem. And then uh, he'd be like, "Yeah, I'm not going to come on until you're done half an hour type thing." So you had that thing, you know, when you look down at your stopwatch and you're like, "Right, right, yeah," where you'd be like, "Oh, I have, I've just done every single joke <laughs> I've ever written, and I have to be up here another 17 minutes." <laughs> yeah, time to talk to the crowd. But I, yeah, I don't, I don't know how I did it. Yeah, but, but it, there, there was comfort in that you didn't have to decide which jokes you were going to do because you knew you just had to do every single your entire arsenal. Yeah, there wasn't like what should I do tonight? Oh, I guess all of them, or else I'll run out of time. But those days were kind of fun, though. Uh, yeah, they're fun. Is, is, do you think is that where you started doing crowd? Like I know you used to do the crowd work tour. Is that where that comes from? Do you think? I don't know because I don't remember how much crowd work I did. Early on, I, I must have done something to get to, to stall, but I don't have like an early memory of like, oh, okay. oh, I remember talking to that guy in the crowd. I don't think I did as much of it as I do now, um, but I had jokes back then. No, I, uh, I got jokes now. So you started going on the road in Canada. When did you first uh, start working in the States? Uh, I did a couple like NACAs, I think about... Maybe four years ago. Oh, you got to do a NACA convention? Yeah, I did a few. Yeah, I did a few. Did of you those. get work? Those are for people who don't know, which I know you guys are all comedy fans. That's where you go up in front of uh, these conventions of people who are going to book colleges, and they book all sorts of entertainers. And it's, I'm not going to say it's the nerdiest element of the college yeah. community because that would be not really fair to actual nerds. These were like beyond nerds. <laughs> and uh, I'm saying this because I didn't get a lot of work from these conventions. That I did. did you get some colleges? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did oh, some colleges. See, yeah, that blew up right in my face. Uh, but which to me, when in, when I was at, in Canada, I was like, oh, colleges, you know, they pay like you know decent money and it'd be fun and all this stuff. And some of them were great, but some of them, it would be like a famous school. We're like, oh, I can't wait to play there. You know, I've heard of that. You know, it's big. And you'd go, and I played like a breezeway. Like you'd be like. The, the entrance to a residence and people are kind of just walking by or the next yeah. like that would be like Wednesday and then Saturday night you get to play like this like sweet theater so it would like be it would so it was so varied uh, yeah I've done shows where they they're like here uh, shows here in the cafeteria but here's your dressing room and then they go so go into that room with the chairs set up and the stage that's your dressing room <laughs> yeah. oh that's not where the show is no that's where you're gonna wait to come out to the cafeteria to do the show okay I would if it were me, I would move the show in here, but what do I know? Yeah. Are they pretty brutal? Because colleges in, in, in here, I mean, when I do a college, it, I shouldn't say this because it scare off potential college people. I always kill with all college material. But I I feel like I'm getting too, I'm getting old. I, I mean, I have some young fans, but. I think they're, like, I've, I've had fun. Uh I've, I've I've always had fun, but some of them you kind of build it up in your head like, oh, this is going to be a big show, and then you get there and it's such a weird right. performing situation that you're like, oh, this is actually quite low pressure. The colleges are either um, not at all organized or beyond organized. Oh, ridiculously, Where yeah. Like, here's your mic. Here's your backup mic. There's a third backup <laughs> mic to the right of the stage. If you walk behind that one, there's a fourth backup <laughs> mic. Or you show up and there's not a sign up for your show yeah. and they don't even know who you are. And yeah. they're like, uh, yeah, I'm your guy. I'm in, I'm helping you out here. Oh, do you want to put something on stage like so I can talk into it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I guess I can do it. <laughs> well, the show starts in four minutes. And also you shouldn't let people in when you haven't set up anything. I'm just talking about one school in particular. They know who they are. <laughs> Some of them were really fun. I did a, a, an all-girls junior college outside of Minneapolis, and it was so. I was like, "Oh my goodness, what's this going to be like?" It was so fun. Everyone was like in their pajamas. They had like lots. Oh of, really? Yeah, it was really fun. And the laughter was like this, like weird high pitch that I've never heard because it's all. It was an all young, girls um, junior college. 
Wow. Did they give you restrictions on what to say? Uh, no, they were pretty, they were pretty, uh, they were pretty relaxed. Like they didn't, they were pretty relaxed. I took a cue. Like I'm not, I'm not going to be like, you know, some grown man talking about sex with these young people. But, uh, yeah, it was fun. So some of the situations were like, you didn't know what to expect and it turned out to be a really kind of fun show. Yeah. Yeah. I used to, I, there was a time I went, I toured a little with Jon Stewart way back and we would go do a college and either it'd be like 1800 people. Or we'd show up in a town where you'd think that there would be 1,800 people, and there's like 300 people, and you're like, yeah, yeah it's like, it's really, it's like, a, it's like a famous guy. Yeah, yeah. In this little town that we had to drive four hours to, and they're like watching TV or something. Yeah. They're just, they don't, you'd think they'd be excited, but colleges have all that money to just spend. Them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've done those where it's like the show, and some people are there, but then like, from the stage, you can see like another lounge. It's like the same room, and they're watching like sports or what. Like yeah. they're not. Yeah, but yeah, I think college is one of those things where if you're not in show business, it sounds like they're going to be great. Uh, yeah, people it, go, "Oh, college, that must be fun." Yeah, sometimes it is. Yeah, for me, yeah, that's sort of what uh, I listened to your uh, Marina Francis, uh, Marina, Marina Franklin, Franklin uh, Marina Franklin uh, a podcast, and she was talking about playing Princeton. I I played Princeton too. And it was, yeah, it was like the rowdiest. Oh, really? Yeah. And they didn't warn me either. But afterwards, they're like, yeah, that's our whole thing. We heckle, we interact. Oh, that was that. Uh, oh, yeah. She did a particularly, she did like a private club. That's what I did. I did a, oh, okay. I did a dinner club. Yeah. I did like a, a theater show opening for someone and it was fantastic. But it was in this beautiful old ivy colored building. But it was a totally, it wasn't like, it didn't have that oh, fraternity okay. kind of vibe to it. Yeah, this was like a co-ed, uh, I think it was, a, it was like a co-ed dinner club where I guess they, you join a certain place, you go there for dinner all the time oh, or like something s- like that. I forgot what they call them. Not supper clubs, are they? They had some weird like yeah. social things that I've never I'd seen never, at any other college. Yeah, I'd never heard of it. But it, it was fun, but they were so... That's another thing we think, like, Princeton, this is like this Ivy League school, and they're just, like, drunk and rowdy. Cool, yeah, yeah. It was fun, but, uh, yeah, they should have said beforehand, they're like, oh, these guys are going to be really interactive. Yeah, I did a show once, and it, I knew it was going to be trouble. It was some sort of weekend where they uh, they had all these activities for these kids, so then, like, hey, and then 8 o'clock we have a comedian in this thousand-seat theater... So it wasn't like passionate comedy fans showing up. It was yeah. just like, and they'd been drinking all day. And then it was pretty rough. I mean, I held my ground and they were appreciative of the fact that I didn't, you know, I was professional about it. But then they afterwards like, oh, yeah, that we forgot to tell you that's called a drunk weekend or something. <laughs> okay. Well, that's something you let people know yeah. before they get on a plane to battle 1,200 people. Yeah! Wow! Like it was, it was like a it was like a thousand people, and I had to do like a long time, and it was just like, ugh, it was gross. Yeah, yeah, they were always long. It's like an hour. Yeah, I don't understand. Like sometimes that's another thing with colleges where they don't. Sometimes you'll go there with another comic, like, okay, you're doing an hour, you're gonna do an hour, you're gonna do an hour. Oh, yeah. you're gonna do a three hour show? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but sometimes, yeah, I mean, oftentimes you can just go, nah, you know, we're just gonna. It's probably better to keep it short, so we'll each do 30 minutes. Yeah. Now, nice hour and a half show. Oh, okay. But sometimes they're like, yeah, no, 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 we need it to be... Yeah. They think that, like, for what they're paying you, they want... Yeah. The more value would be more time, and you're like, no, yeah. everyone's just gonna... We want you to do an hour show, even if 10 minutes in, it's going really poorly. <laughs> we want to give them their full hour of torture, and maybe it'll get ugly if you stay up there long enough. Um... Was there TV? Did, did you ever do like Mike Bullard show? Is he still? No, he wasn't. He wasn't on TV anymore. Mike Bullard was like the. Uh, he was sort of the Johnny Carson of Canada, right? Uh, yeah. Like he, yeah, he had like a late night. show. Look at that! I'm using the mug. Oh wow! Oh, did you? You you yeah. obviously did it. I'm drinking water from his mug. Yeah, it was kind of fun. It was um, it was so different from doing TV in uh, in the states because they didn't. They'd go, we don't care. We don't want to know what you're doing in advance. Really? Yeah. Just give us, and then you're going to sit down with them afterwards and just uh, just give us lines to set you up. Or the punchlines are your jokes so we know it, we're, so we can keep the conversation moving. Oh, cool. Okay. And then that was, it's like, you don't really, you don't even want to know what I'm going to do? No, it's okay. Really? Yeah. And then, wow. But it was weird because he, I remember the way the, theater, the studio was lit. He was in the corner and you could sort of see him. So I was performing, and you could see everyone looking at him. Okay. So it was all these people with their eyes darted to the left because they were seeing if he was laughing oh, at my joke. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So it was weird, but it was fun. And you get a free mug, which yeah. I still use, open mic with Mike Bullard. Um, so you, Canada's got that whole uh, yuck yucks thing. Yes. That's a, it's not quite a monopoly, but it's a. It's like the only like cross country chain. Like you could work for them exclusively. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's the way. This that's yeah. You basically work for them exclusively. Yeah. Or you're independent. There's like you either way. And you you became, were you ever one of them? I did. Yeah. When I first started, uh, it was great. Like I would go. When I first started, I would tour with them. Like I would go. There's not. They don't have a lot of clubs in the West, so I would go and stay in Toronto and then like tour for like six weeks. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. Some of those clubs are good too. I mean, the name's a little silly, but yeah, I found the clubs like. Ottawa one is good. Ottawa Toronto's one's good. good. Toronto's great. Uh, when uh, even you were talking about Mississauga, that club, like there was some of the clubs on the outskirts that were really good when when I used to do them. Yeah, it's just weird when you think like Mississauga has like a what is it a four night? It, they had they used to do Mississauga used to do a six night weekend. Really? Yeah. So you do Thursday, Friday, and then all the way through Sunday. Oh, six show weekend. Yeah, six show weekend. Oh my yeah. god, that's. Uh... There's a lot of Mississauga. That's a lot of Mississauga. I don't remember what it was like. I don't remember the hotel. I don't remember anything. So was it always the goal to get out of uh It's hard to work here in the States, right? For yeah. Oh, it's a nightmare, yeah. What do you have to do? You need lawyers and... Lawyers? Yeah. So um, what is it that you get a visa? You get a visa, and then after a while, you can try to get a green card. Is that what you're going for, a green card? Uh, yeah, I would like to get a green card. Can you do dual citizenship, or is that? Uh, is I don't that know how that works. Yeah, I think yeah, you can once you once you. Yeah, I don't know exactly know how that works, but so visa, right, right now you have a visa. I have a visa, yeah, and then you have to keep renewing it. So if you get a green card, you're just fine forever. Wow. Yeah. How how long is your visa for? Uh, each there are three years. Yeah. So it is. That's why I think a lot of people. I think because. I think it's easier for you guys to go to Canada, right? You just need like a yeah, we yeah, it's pretty easy. They just get some sort of some sort of tax letter and something you show at the border, and then depending on how nice the person at the border is, it's either real quick or not that quick. But then they let you in. Oh, so is it sometimes complicated? I've I've done it before. I mean, I had one particular customer. There used to be a time you could go to Canada with just a driver's license. Oh yeah, I remember. You that. didn't need a passport. And I went through there during that time once, and the woman who was the customs person, she's like, where's your passport? I was like, uh, I've always gotten in with a driver's license. Uh, she said, like, Canada's a sovereign nation and something like that. Okay. And then she lets me in. It's like, so, and also it's like, I'm, I am allowed in with a driver's <laughs> yeah, license. Yeah. This was before they changed it where you have to have a passport. So you're just, you're just kind of doing a little dance with me yeah, to think, torture me. I think there was like a gray area where it's like, it was after September 11th and they wanted, yeah, everyone had to have a passport, but I think there was like a gray area where they were like, you could still use a license, but they really wanted you to use it. Like it was like a lead up. Yeah, but the thing is, I used to go in there and I got, I'd always get the work permits. So it was like, I'm in your computer. Yeah. And I'm doing, so many people would come here and just say they're on vacation. Yeah. And then take your money. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing it legit and you're still harassing me. Yeah. I'm a celebrity in these states, and I deserve. No, I didn't. I didn't take that. Probably would have worked really nicely. Have you played any other countries besides the U.S.? Uh, yeah, I just played. Uh, just played Norway. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. Went oh. to the Oslo Comedy Festival. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was great. It was like maybe six weeks ago or something like that. So they just found you. Um... Yeah, I think they. They. Yeah, I don't know. They. I think they reached out to a club uh, here in the city, and they got like. They recommended people or whatever, and they watched tape, and then yeah, oh, it was great. fun. There was like three of us that went. Who went over there? Uh, Joe List and uh, Christy Stefano, and we okay. flew over. Yeah, it was really fun. That's cool. Yeah. What? So just Oslo? Yeah, we played Oslo. It was. It was. They were so generous. They flew us in. We did two shows that night, and then they like covered a hotel for like four nights. So we oh, just you just did. So you had three nights off. Yeah, three oh, nights just great. to hang out, and it was like this, like you know amazing hotel, and we just like hung out in Oslo. Yeah, they got money in Norway. Yeah, they got tons of dough, and uh, yeah, they were good. The show, yeah, the shows were the shows were fun. I guess there's a club there now, and they're like bringing over like American comedy. Yeah, I did um, some little theater there. It was more of a club, kind of a theater, but uh, yeah, I, I did there, and I did Bergen, Norway. I did one show. In oh, Norway. I wanted to go to Bergen. Did you go to like all the Viking museums and stuff like that? Um, I don't. No, I did. Oh, the, but I, I was, was very amazing. aware that the I may have gone to a Viking coffee shop while I was there. <laughs> <laughs> there were other Vikings. 
in line asking if they had soy milk. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, that's that. So were you nervous going over there? Uh, no, I was really excited because I'd never been, and um, yeah, it was fun. What did you th- What did you think of the crowds? If I remember, they were really good. I mean, especially in Oslo, I had a little trouble in Bergen, but that was also this particular situation oh, okay. where someone someone brought their kid to the front row. Oh right, and I, he seemed like he was—I don't know—he seemed like he wasn't having a good time. And I pointed it out, and then they're like, "Oh, you're disrespecting my son!" And it's like, "Oh, are you okay. serious?" Yeah, and it's like, "No, I'm really just reacting." I'm on stage yeah. being a comedian, reacting, and I had to really like, oh, kind of smooth things over. Because if you say something like that out loud, then it just gets such a vibe in the room. And also, I also get just so mad that like, are you you're really yeah you're offended yeah you think I'm actually being mean to your kid? I mean yeah, just unbelievable. But Oslo, it was it was good, and it was very like uh, yeah, like felt like it was a sophisticated crowd. But it wasn't like I don't I don't remember like explosions. Of, it may have been a little toned down. Yeah, they were a little toned down. But they were uh, they were really nice, and it's it's cool just to say. Yeah. At this show in Oslo. Yeah, I, I uh, yes, yeah, I really liked it. I, I, I thought, uh, I thought Oslo was a really cool city too. Did you go to the Munch? Is it Munch Museum? Uh, yeah. Oh, to see that this week. Mu- is it Munch? Is that how you say it? I'm uh, embarrassed. I'm not sure. I'm just like tweet. I'm gonna have to dub this in. It's, I think it is Munch. I think Herman it is. Munch, yeah. Yeah. Scream. Yeah. yeah. Did so you, you see that? Scream. Yeah. Saw the scream. You know that was stolen a few years ago. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. There was lots of people. How, how was anything in my apartment safe if someone stole the screen? <laughs> um, so, yeah, see, that was fun, right? Yeah, we did that. And then, uh, again, went to the Viking Museums, which I think you would have enjoyed. I should have gone to the yeah. Viking Museums because I don't know anything about Vikings. Vikings. And, uh, yeah, no, it was really cool. We went to, like, the restaurants. and So it's, like, crazy expensive. But, uh, yeah, we went to good restaurants. So that was great. That's great. They put you up for three nights. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. It was so generous. It's also, it would be weird to like, if, to go, yeah, you have to fly home the next day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just a little zip, zip over to Norway, I'll do the show on Saturday, <laughs> and then I uh, will we'll go back. Chris had to fly back the next day, so he like, did legitimately uh, one nighter in Norway. Like, he flew really? in. Really? Yeah, he flew in the morning, did the show, and then flew back the next day. Oh, that would be, that must have been good money. But, that, uh, it, 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 you yeah, don't have to talk about what money was, but <laughs> to do that, I would have to be like, uh, yeah, because I would just be angry. Then I'm like, uh, yeah, he was quite he was quite jovial about it. But yeah, I was like, oh, that would not be. I guess so. If you look on the bright side and go, hey, I'm doing something kind of crazy. I'm flying to Norway for mm-hmm. a night. Mm-hmm. You get the frequent flyer miles. Did you get your miles? Uh, no, because we flew. Doesn't at, matter. We flew. <laughs> I don't want to hear this. We flew uh, like Care Norway or whatever. Probably Norwegian Airlines. Probably a partner airline. Uh, did you look? Are you into that stuff? I talk about it almost every episode. Yeah, no, I, I am. I am. I'm getting more and more into it. Uh, fueled mostly by your podcast, but yeah, <laughs> I'm. Uh, yeah, I go. I get Air Canada miles. Yeah, but I gotta start. I gotta get. What are you, are you United or Delta? I'm a United guy. Okay, so which you is partners with Air Star Canada. Alliance, man. Star Alliance yeah. old. I so, also have the uh, what is it the uh, global entry card. Oh right, I don't have any. I yeah, should get. You should get that. You're the next. There's like a Nexus one to go yeah, back and yeah. forth to Canada, and it's crazy because I'm back and forth all the time, and I don't. Uh, yeah, just sign up. You go do a little interview, which is really just them taking your fingerprints and making sure you're not a fugitive. Okay, and then. Uh, Although you're not an American, I guess, I guess you. Oh, you can get a Nexus card. Yeah. Wow, this is getting really specific. People are turning the dial. <laughs> yeah, you heard me turning the dial. Have you opened for like bands or anything? Have you? Do, did you do shows like that in Canada? Uh, you yeah. seem like a guy who would, a band would ask. Uh, I'd like to. No, I haven't done. I've I've opened for bands, but not like you know just bands kind of in Vancouver and stuff like that. I've never opened for big bands. No. You've toured with big bands, right? You've never opened for, like, Rush or anything? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I never opened for Rush. That would be the ultimate gig. Yeah, that would be. To, uh, if Canada had a really, like, a really famous, getting a really famous Canadian comic, and Rush loves him. And yeah. opens for Rush in arenas and tries to do comedy. Oh, but hey, that's not going to happen. I bet if, the, if he was, like, Endorsed by the band, like endorsed yeah, by like Getty, Getty Lee, Lee came out there and introduced said, them. Here's a mate of ours. I know they don't say mate in Canada. Here's a here's a friend of ours. Uh, so what other? So have you been touring the states? Aren't you? Yeah, I'm. Star- I'm just. I'm starting to. Last year, I wanted to just kind of stay in the city and kind of focus and get, on get getting a, get a little 
entrenched in here? Yeah, and get you know do the clubs here, and then now I'm starting to uh, tour just in the country. Yeah, where are you going? I'm going to Acme March 18th to the 22nd. Oh, that's a good club. Yeah, I heard it's great. And that's a cool city. Have you been to that city before? Uh, yeah, I did actually when I did the junior girls college. That's why I stayed there. So I went to Acme. I think I did. I did like um just like a quick like a five minute set at Acme and was like blown blown away by how great the sound was and it just yeah. looks good. They also don't. They like have a restaurant, but they serve all the food outside the club. Yeah. So you don't have to deal with that dinner theater vibe. Yeah, I was but I haven't impressed. been there in, in years. But it is good club. Yeah, and they have that backstage where you just walk right onto the stage. You yeah, know, walk through the crowd. You walk through the curtain, you run, you escape, you get in your helicopter, <laughs> you get back to the private airport you're going to, and uh, yang, yang, yang. I, I, I added a bunch of stuff to that. Do you, have you done, uh, what TV have you done? I've done Craig Ferguson twice, and I've done the John Oliver stand-up show. Oh. Yeah. That's a good one, right? John Oliver? The crowds are always crazy there, right? Yeah, they were great, yeah. See, I wanted to do that. He, they asked me to do that, but... Because I did a Comedy Central special, and they don't want you to repeat stuff, I was like, man, if I do seven minutes on John Oliver's show, then yeah. if I do another special, uh-huh. that's gone. And I, all my jokes are just, they, they're few and far between. Well, you're going to do, plus you're going to do, it's not just seven minutes, it's like you're, you're going to do your closer from, like you're going to do right. your closer that's and a your good opener, point. and then all your best like yeah. stuff Which is, I mean, it's great to do well on that show and to do that show, and he's a great guy, but... I'd hate to be at the point where like, oh yeah, now you're not going to do another special for two years because you need to write some more stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You've done two specials, right? I've done two half hours and then an hour. And, and I have a crowd work special coming out. Yeah. Bombshell. Oh, really? Yeah. In March. Oh, okay. is but it already been taped? I'll plug that on my own. Is it already been taped? Yeah. I did a whole tour. I did a seven city tour. Okay. Yeah. I filmed it. Yeah. We filmed it. I, I filmed myself. But Vancouver was one of one of the best shows. Oh, really? Yeah, I heard uh, Guy McPherson. He yeah, he ra- he raved about it. Yeah, he really did. He's the writer guy. right? He's the writer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he raved about it. Wait, who is he? No, I know exactly who he is. Yeah, he's always been nice to me. And uh, yeah, he's a big fan. But that's uh, Vancouver audiences are not always. I've had. I did a, a show there with was it the Trailer Park Boys. Oh, that's a that's a because that was when you guys came. That was, that was right around the when I started Comedy Festival. in two thousand and five. And that was like, that's like a notorious, because the Trailer Park Boys hosted, right? Right. And then... Uh, Do people know about that show? Uh, I think, yeah, because when people find out I'm Canadian often, they'll be like, oh, the Trailer Park Boys. Basically, they're like, it's almost like Beavis and Butthead, only they're like these four guys. Is that a good description? Did you know that show? Did you watch it? I've watched it? a little of it, um, but yeah... Yeah, I don't know much about kind of like... The, so their crowds are a little... Yeah, well, the crowds are trying to... That night, anyways, their crowd was behaving the way they thought the characters of the Trailer Park Boys <laughs> would behave if they were in a theater watching, like, some oh of the best God. comedians perform. So yeah. they were, like, really heckly, and they wanted... They just wanted to hear the Trailer Park Boys. It That's was what really, I heard. Yeah, and, yeah, and the Trailer Park Arts were nice about it, and I think they were a little, like... Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, they were, like, a little, oh, sorry, this is... Yeah, sorry about that. But, yeah. uh... They, yeah, that was a weird show because it was like this beautiful theater. I think it was like the Vogue Theater. So it's yeah. a nice old theater. Uh-huh. And just people acting like animals. Just yeah. Like, what? Do you not look around and just. Andy, you're not Andy. in a sports bar and you shouldn't act like this in a sports bar, but you're like in a theater. Yeah. Just, and it was just one comic after the other. Andy Kindler had a great line. He said, uh, he said to the organizers of the Vancouver Comedy Fest, I surrender. Cause oh, were, yeah, because they were so they were so heckly. But then all the other shows, like that was a great festival. It was just that kind of situation, right? Um, are they still around? Those guys, uh, the Trailer Park Boys? Yeah, I don't think the show. They made a movie. They did a movie, and then I, yeah, I don't think the show is still on. But I think they still tour. And then there's like the four Trailer Park Boys, and then now two of the like side characters tour and do like they'll host like a stand up oh, type night. Yeah. I have friends that have opened for them. It's, that's not supposed to be the best gig. It's not? No, opening for the two. like It's still yeah. a little rowdy. Yeah. So you've done the two. Now, does Ferguson, that's that's made by Letterman, right? Yeah. So isn't that a, that should be a gateway to Letterman, right? I would like to think so. <laughs> it would be great. You should call them up and go, hi, I was on Craig Ferguson show twice. <laughs> From what I understand, that's a gateway yeah. to doing the Letterman show. Is that, that You'd love to do that, right? Yeah, Letterman would be, yeah. Uh, 
And he likes people who dress up, so you're always kind of well-dressed. I, I, I would put a suit on. You would really, yeah. Yeah, some people go on that show and you can tell, oh, that, including me, like, they're not big suit people. Oh, yeah, I've never, I guess I've probably only done stand-up in a suit once, but, uh, yeah, because you, you, do you have to wear a suit on Letterman or do they just Well, he was, I saw it? Louis on there last night and he, Letterman could not stop jabbing him about not wearing a tie. Oh, really? Like Louis, like Louis actually was dressed up more than he usually is. He had a t-shirt, but he had a jacket over it. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I think Letterman, I don't know. He just really likes you to dress up. I could see that. I mean, it's, it's, it is the Ed Sullivan Theater, right? Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Yeah. It's nice to wear a suit. I always perform in a suit. How do you feel about <laughs> the no mic? Like, is it weird? Yeah, that's a relatively new thing. You used to, when you did the Letterman show, they would give you a choice of microphones. Uh -huh. Like, do you want the lavalier, which is the clip-on mic? Yeah. Do you want to walk out there with a handheld mic, or do you want a mic on a stand? And yeah. I would, sometimes, first time I did it, I just did it without the mic. I was like, oh, maybe I should try this. And my hands were flopping yeah, everywhere. Yeah, seems weird. And you get used to it after a while, and like, if you do it. But then I was like, oh, I kind of like this. You know, I asked someone, a comic friend of mine. I go, should I use a mic this time? This was years ago. And she was like, uh, yeah, you wrap a lot of your personality around just the way you use the mic on stage. Uh -huh. I was like, yeah, you're right. You in particular or comics yeah, in general? Yeah, me. me. Um, yeah, I think some guys are very, uh, some comics are very suited for not using mic. But I, I, you know, but then it changed to like, he doesn't want anyone using a mic. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. It's, it's. It's one of those concessions where you go, okay, well, I guess if I want to do the show, yeah. I I'll just, do four and a half minutes without a microphone. I've been in situations where the mics died in a club or whatever, so you put it down. And then I just it just feels weird what you do with your hands during a joke if you're not holding a mic. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're – that is the thing. It's like we perform with microphones. You know what I mean? Same yeah. way a singer sings into a microphone. Yeah. And then if you just go, hey, uh, no more microphone. <laughs> I think I could get used to it. I don't know. I would practice, I guess, just leaving it in the stand or something like that. Yeah, that's know. what you end up doing that. You, you do it in the stand. You just like see where your hands go. And, yeah. and it's one of the few times where you do what people think comics do, which is practice in front of a mirror. Oh, okay. There are actually times where I would just... And then I realized, you know what? Just wherever your hands go, they're yeah. going to go. And if you, the more you think about it, the more you're going to be just thinking about your hands. Yeah. On, Fer on Ferguson, you can use a mic, though, right? Yeah, Ferguson, you can. They gave all the options, and I just wanted it uh, as similar. Like, I just wanted the same situation as a club. I wanted it in a stand so I can I think it take looks the mic like, out. I think it looks like you're a comedian and you have a, mic, a microphone. Yeah, I just didn't want to be. Yeah, I didn't want to walk out with it because that to me. That I always think is weird. It's like, yeah. hey, look, I have slapping out this mic on. This, <laughs> this worked out perfectly. I had a microphone in my sure, pocket. I'll do it, <laughs> Turn it on. Let's see if this, let's crank this baby up, and let's, I'll do some comedy for you guys with this mic that I happen to have in my hand. In my hand. Have you um, have you opened for anyone besides? I mean, have you done like theater tours or anything? Uh, I've done like with uh, oh this uh, the comedy. I'm doing the Vancouver Comedy Fest this year, and um, I don't know if I'm opening or I'm just doing a spot. I think, uh, but it's with Pee Wee Herman. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's hosting, and then I think. He's hosting and then comics doing it. It might be like a best of the fest thing. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. With, yeah, so there'll probably be a bunch of comics on there. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Just to be able to meet him and. Yeah. And have him introduce you. Last year I did a show with uh, Martin Short and it was the same thing. And he hosted and he was amazing. He did all his characters. It was oh, yeah? so good. Yeah. Did you talk to him at all? I did, yeah. I got talking to him, yeah. Nice. He seems like he's a nice guy. He was really cool, but whenever I'm in those situations, I don't. Extend like I because he was he's working too, so I'm not going to be like, hey, yeah, man, you know, let's start talk a, about a forced conversation. Yeah, with him. but uh, it just it, it was just like timing. We were just in the same room at the same time, and he was really he's Canadian, right? Yeah, he is. Pee Wee Herman's not Canadian. Though. No, no, he's not. Canada has very strict like was that what is that Canadian content thing? Yeah, because I remember when I was in a band way way back, we had people used to get this is when vinyl before vinyl made a comeback. This is when you this is the way you put music out. A lot of bands, for some reason, got their jackets, their f albums printed in Canada. Oh, really? I don't know why, but they always had to put on the record that it was printed in Canada. Oh, okay. But don't they have like that Canadian content thing? Yeah. Like, like that uh, Wayne's World. Was that? Wait, was that Wayne's World? Who was the? No, the Hosers thing. Yeah, yeah, Bob and Doug McKenzie. Bob and Doug, not Wayne's yeah. World. 
yeah, they have like they have things where like if you shoot a movie in Canada, you have to use like a certain number of Canadians in the production and stuff like that. That makes sense. And then and then the radio, you have to uh, like the rock radio stations in Canada. You hear a lot of Rush because you they have to have certain percentage of. Um, that's a little see. That sounds a little weird. Like the Canadian, I don't know the actors thing. I yeah. Don't know. Yeah, yeah. There's like a certain amount of Canadian because everything's funded by the government. So like even um, oh, it's a communist country. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, yeah, you have to have like everything has to have a certain amount of uh, Canadian content. Well, that's good, I guess. Sure, why not? I like Canada. What cities do I need to go in Canada that I haven't been to? Uh, I guess you don't know where I've been. I've been no. to Vancouver, Toronto, Montreal, Montreal, oh, like Hamilton. Yeah, you probably don't need to go back to Hamilton. Oh. <laughs> but, oh, no, Calgary. Oh, and Halifax. Man, yeah. that was that was one of the best shows I had in a long time. Oh, really? Halifax. Yeah, Halifax ago. is a great... That was really cool. It's a fun town. I remember it fondly. Where else should I go? Newfoundland? Uh, I've never been to Newfoundland, but anywhere in the like the East Coast, is it seems to be fun, like especially to do shows. Uh, Vancouver, Toronto, Montreal are my favorite cities. Those are the... If, yeah, those... You kind of covered the... <laughs> I'm done in Canada's way. Well, like oh, Calgary, s- I did also. Did I mention that? Yeah, yeah. Cities. I mean, but then it's like if you're like a wilderness. Are you a big outdoorsy guy? I like doing comedy in the wilderness. <laughs> when I say where should I perform, I was wondering what wilderness gigs you had for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is great wilderness club comedy. But those are the fun. The, I would, say, in my opinion, those are the funnest cities. But yeah, then there's, but yeah, East Coast. All the maritime provinces are really fun. What about? Um, I've never done Edmonton. I know there's a club there, at least yeah. one club there. Yeah, Edmonton. Yeah, Edmonton is similar to Calgary. Uh, sometimes the audiences are a little. It's a lot of like people will come in on the work like oil rigs, and then they'll come in with like tons of money to the comedy club, and it's like uh-huh. so it's rich twenty year olds, rich cocky twenty year olds. <laughs> Get let me grab my passport and head over there. Rich. You're rich, young, and cocky. Oh my god, you're gonna be a you're gonna be a good listener. <laughs> but it's but it's like they've been they're rich. They've been rich for like a couple months, type right? Thing. So they're even. Yeah. Oh, that's obnoxious. Yeah. I mean, that's not always the case, but sometimes that's the case. And that's in Edmonton. Yeah, Edmonton and Calgary's but a little bit like that too. I did hear that uh, the club is pretty good in Edmonton, right? Yeah, club's good in Edmonton. Uh, is, it, is it part of the mall? That gigantic mall. Uh, oh, oh, uh, yeah, the comic strip. Yeah, I haven't played there, but yeah, there's. There used to be a Yucks like years ago, and was supposed to be like the best club, and then it now Yucks it's is a, short for Yuck Yucks. And then it's and then it's uh, now, yeah, now it's a comic strip. That is supposed to be a great club. Maybe I'll go there. How far a flight is that? Like probably five hours. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna need a lot of money. If you're listening, Edmonton, it's far away. Yeah, United. I don't know if they fly direct either. <laughs> Ah, it's, this deal's getting worse and worse. <laughs> so you got Acme coming up in Minneapolis. What else? Yeah, you got? Uh, the Pee Wee, the the Pee Wee show, Pee Wee Herman show, which is I'm excited for. And then yeah, hopefully more uh, road stuff. I just I just got a new agent, so I'm waiting ah, to. That's good having an agent. Yeah. Did you have one in Canada? Or was it? Uh, no, people don't really have them there. No. No, you just kind of book stuff yourself. Like you just independent rooms. Or you work with Yucks. So you have to negotiate things yourself? Uh, you kind of know. Everyone, you kind of know what people Comics are Comics negotiate with this. How much does it get paid? It pays this amount. Okay. <laughs> We're done negotiating. Yeah, you need a bulldog, man. Yeah. Someone to beat them up and <laughs> yell at them. So you're fucking crazy? My client. Are you serious? Are you fucking with me? Where do you want to go? Like, the big... Um, I play Punchline. I've never uh, headline Punchline, but I like the headline oh, Punchline yeah, in San that's Francisco. A nice room. Yeah, it's great. That's a, that's that's a good vibe there. I always get the nachos at the Punchline. <laughs> My Todd Berry style cheese and just jalapenos. Nachos, Todd Berry style nachos at the Punchline. They'll know exactly <laughs> exactly what you're talking about. Where Where do you recommend? Chicago. What What's the What's the best oh, club there's in Chicago? There's all sorts. There's. I just did the Up Comedy Club. That's great. Okay. Zanies is great. Is Up Comedy Club? Is, is that like Upright Citizens Brigade or is no, it? No. Well, proper? it's sort of. It's uh, Up. Uh, I never even thought about that. It's part of. Uh, what do you call it? Second yeah. City. Oh, okay. Yeah, you should work Chicago. And uh, Austin. Oh, I played Cap City. Oh, you did. Yeah, that was great. Headlined it? Uh, no, I opened. Uh, this is a couple years ago. I opened. Who'd you open for? Uh, Brandon Walsh. 
Brendan Walsh, yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love insulting Brendan Walsh. I'll cut his name out of this just to <laughs> just to drive. It really would drive him crazy because I'm sure he's he listens to every episode. That, but that's a yeah, that's that was a fun weekend. Yeah, where else should he go? Uh, L.A., uh, Seattle. Oh, I played laughs in Kirkland. Oh yeah, that, so you have played all these. Places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you headline there? I did headline there. Yeah, that's a good room. Yeah, it was fun. It's not quite in Seattle, though. That's the problem. No. Is that where you play when you go to Seattle? I've played there a few times. I play all over. I play big arenas and stadiums <laughs> and, and really small rock clubs. And uh, and uh, so you want to do a special, I imagine? Uh, yeah, I would like to. Half hour? Yes. I think you'll get one. Have you made a tape to submit? Uh, yeah, I've submitted. Uh, I don't know if anyone's heard yet. They do. I remember when those half hours used to be like, oh, it's really hard to get a half hour. And then they just like, oh, you get 10 years later, like, oh, you guys are doing like 40 of these a year now. Oh, do they do that many? I'm probably exaggerating for comedic effect, but they uh, they seem to do them quite often. How many years apart did you do your two half hours? I don't know. It was a few years apart and then a few years between the half hour and uh, the hour special. I like to keep people waiting. It makes me mysterious. I'd rather do that than churn it out. And no, I, I am. You know, I write the way I write. I actually, you know, I'm more prolific than some people. I, I'm too hard on myself. I'm being too self-deprecating. Oh, for someone who tells, because you tell like short jokes. I tell little, yeah, little, little nuggets of perfection. But you put in an album every three years. That's more prolific than anyone who tells short jokes. That's true. I do have four albums out, all perfect. Not not an ounce of filler on any of them. I don't, I don't even God I would I think if you want to torture me put on one of my albums for me and I'll probably just not that you guys shouldn't buy them <laughs> but I would probably be disgusted now you don't have a website do you I was telling uh, you last week yeah, go to Tumblr yeah I'm gonna do that have I you looked to, at that I'm, uh, it's on my uh, it's, on your chat? it's on my list of things to do I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna set it it's ridiculous I had a website and, uh, and it, the guy is kind of I haven't been in touch with them and it's down. Website guys disappear. They do. I know a lot of it's happened to me and it's happened to a lot of people where they just like all of a sudden they I don't know they get what happens to them. I think it's a job that people start and they're not like I'm going to be making websites for the next 25 years. Like I think it's kind of like a fly by night. Yeah. You have a Twitter account now on your bio. I for, I can't believe I haven't brought this up. Yeah. You're dyslexic. I am. Yeah, I'm very dyslexic. I dropped that bomb at the end. <laughs> I don't. It's not a bomb at all. It was a joke. Yeah. Very dis- Did you say very? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was so there are degrees of it? Uh, oh, totally, yeah. Well, yeah, because people all, when like, I'll be talking to someone and they'll be like, oh, I'm dyslexic too. And then it'll come out like five minutes later, they got like an English degree. So that's like, I don't think they're actually dyslexic. There's like, it's really. They need reading glasses. Yeah. <laughs> I need 1.25 reading glasses. That's, that's like dyslexia, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I was in like special ed and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So you just see things differently. I see, uh, yeah, like if you saw a sign, like a if you saw a street sign or a word that you've never seen before, you would just innately be able to like right. read it. I couldn't. I, t- I only know words that I've like memorized over the years. Really? Yeah. So how do you memorize them? Uh, just like, like you just kind of learn. I've just like, so that's my vocabulary of what I can read increases the more I kind of read or whatever. So if you pick up a book. Mm-hmm. Like a, na- a character's name in a book, I would never read. Like if it was like. Unless it was like a last name, like Barry, I could read. But if it was like some, you know, crazy like last Finkelstein name. Finkelstein or something. There's no, I wouldn't even, I'd just like skip over Finkelstein. Really? Yeah. Because you've never seen it before. Yeah, I just don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't know how to. Huh. So how do you, I just don't understand how you learn the words that you do learn. Am, uh, I, am I asking too many questions about No, that? no, not at all. No. Uh, I just, uh, okay. Yeah, I just, some like, uh, yeah, you just kind of like over time, uh, you just you just kind of pick up words, I guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly. Like just like, um, but yeah, like a big word, like street names and he, and people's names are the hardest. And and it's is it affect your writing? Because uh, you write a lot. I've seen you. You actually bring a pad sometimes. Yeah, you're like a real old fashioned comic who writes jokes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I don't. Uh... Like, if you look, like, people, like, comics look at uh, my set list and make fun of the way I've spelled the words or whatever. But, yeah. No, I, I, I just write kind of, I know, like, I can, I know my interpretation of right. certain words. And there's nothing you can do, they're like, to change. 
Uh, that. No. You no, know, it's just reading and writing. It's just laborious. Huh. Which is weird because, yeah, like, you think I would be one of those comics that just doesn't write. Like, just has yeah. ideas. and But, yeah, no, for some reason I've, I've chosen to do that. I feel like I asked you every hack question about being dyslexic. Like, I was like, I feel like, wow, if I were dyslexic, I wouldn't want to answer any of those questions. That I just asked you. No, because most people, no, most people claim, most people are like, oh, I'm a little bit dyslexic, and then they're not at all. Uh, and then also people assume that dyslexia is just like the word is completely backwards, which that isn't the case. Like, it's basically, I have trouble, like, the letter, you know, like associating the symbol of a letter with a sound. That's in a nutshell what I can't do. Do you love when comedians make terrible dyslexia backwards jokes? I live for those. I live for those. <laughs> Well, Phil, is there anything you want to plug? You got Acme? Yeah, just, uh, plug Acme in my Twitter account because I feel I don't have enough Twitter followers. How many do you have? Uh, like 2,000 and something. 2000. That's respectable. That's in the respectable category. Is it? But all my yeah. friends have way more. I, I came, I started tweeting late because uh, it's for me to tweet something and then I, like, I'll tweet it and I'll be like, oh, I spelled that one word wrong and then it gets. Oh, when I miss, if I misspell a word in a tweet, I have to physically calm myself down like oh I to, it's i don't know what because then someone always points it out to yeah. you yeah and you fucking you hate them yeah but then you hate yourself probably yeah more because you're like how do i i can't proofread yeah well like i two sentences i i can't actually you can't yeah no okay. i can't well with being just like but, right um yeah so uh, yeah I, I was like reluctant to start but i do quite enjoy it but uh yeah that so it's phil m hanley That's phil m hanley yeah p-h-i-l M H A N L E Y. Yeah. At Phil Hanley. Good tweets. I started following you just a couple of days ago when I realized I wasn't and I already invited you to do my podcast, <laughs> so that was a little awkward. <laughs> but uh, got Acme March 8th through 12th? Uh, March 18th through 22nd. 18th through 22nd. Well, you should go see who's ever there the 8th through 12th as well. <laughs> I'm sure they're quite, quite funny. And you're going to have a website up soon? Yeah, uh, very soon, yeah. PhilHanley.com. Uh, really? You got yeah, it? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, PhilHanley.com. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Redirect it to a Tumblr. You'll be all set. Yeah, I will do that. Thanks, man. Thank you, Todd. All right, that's the show for today. Got some big announcements. Or announcements. Not necessarily big. But yeah, they're big. Now they're announcements. I will be at the San Francisco Sketch Fest February 7th and 8th. That's a big announcement. I'll be at Gilda's Festival. I think it's Gilda's Club Festival in Grand Rapids, Michigan, March 7th and 8th. Also in March, I have a new uh, special coming out. It's a documentary special of my crowd work tour that I did in September. It'll be available online on a famous comedian's website for $5 sometime in March. Directed by Lance Bangs. You've seen his work before. Some cool music in it, a little bit of music in it, a little bit of music in it. Uh, I know I repeated that twice. And uh, that'll be coming out. I will give you more details on that when I have them. Follow me on Twitter at Todd Barry. ToddBarry.com. Feral Audio presents this podcast and a lot of others. Please listen to their podcast, FeralAudio.com. Thank you. See you next time. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.